Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact with yours truly, Kia Orion. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that, y'all. It's my last week in my store. I just shot some content for the YouTube channel. Shout out YouTube, Kia Orion. Check that out if you want a little, some little snippets on some self-development, on some relationships, on some social science. That's my channel for it. That's where I put it. And I'm rocking with my challenge of doing a video or two every week for a year. And about six months in, it has gone very slowly, but I've been learning a lot about myself and it's really helped me out with my photography, my visuals. I've been, it's almost more of a process of like developing, I feel like into myself more than it has been any sort of social proof that what I'm doing has any value. But that is the, those are some weird breaks. That's the game, baby. So that's what we're doing. Anyways, check that out. Uh, if you want to check out the videos, all that jazz, but we're not here to talk to, we're not here today to talk about YouTube. What we're here today to talk about is life updates, the last week, how things went, what's going on, what's next, what's new for the boy. So this is my last week in Mysore. I'm in India at the moment, and it's been, I've really loved this city. It's been completely different than Bangalore. Bangalore was too much for me. This was exactly what I was shooting for. It's a small city. It's like the Ash. I think it's Ashtanga, I don't even know the name of it. Yoga, like capital of the world. And so it's some Westerners here, a little bit of yogis, but for the most part, it's like pretty local Indian vibes and it's cool. I have not made a huge effort to try to like make friends or be social since I've been here because I've been officially paid my last paycheck from the contractor uh, that I was working with for the for the company, or it's not even coming out to tell you, it was Jetson, the producer who I built out a, I helped his team build out a uh, music production course. And so they were, I was kind of on working with them as a consultant and for the, for the long and short, I pretty much sold the IP of my beat school business to them by helping them build out pretty much the same curriculum. And they gave me a little bag, which is nice. And that's what I'm writing on this year. And that was my goal. I was like, okay, Key, I've got this little stack of cash. Let's go out to Southeast Asia where I know it's cheap. I know I can make a dollar stretch and figure out what's next. I know I liked writing, I know I liked shooting visuals, and right now I'm just experimenting with that. I'm just writing a ton, I'm shooting a lot, and just trying to first of all, get those swords super sharp, and then also just take that time to just like think and reflect and feel, feel into it a little bit, I'm feeling into it. So it's been really nice. The, the writing has been going well in terms of output, terrible in terms of quality, but I finally wrangled a piece that I'm happy with. It's like a little two-page short story, and, or it's an essay, I guess. I still don't know the difference between nonfiction short stories and personal essays, so I guess we'll call it a personal essay. But that's really what I'm loving is this, this just experiment with the writing. I've been writing a lot of poetry with the visuals. If you haven't seen those, you can check those out too. But I like adding my photos and videos into making them into like these street poems. And so I've started to dabble in poetry and visuals. It's kind of like they go hand in hand. I don't, I write some poetry of experimenting with it just kind of on its own, but not a ton. Right now it's mostly based in the visuals, which is kind of cool. But uh, I, I might experiment more with just the kind of standalone poetry and see where that goes. My bread and butter right now, the thing that I've been exploring the most is the personal essays. And with like a humorous angle. I just love comedy and I like, I love listening to podcasts with stand up comedians. I love watching stand up comedy in another life in a parallel universe. I, I would have loved to have been a stand up comic. I just, because the stories, I feel like I like to be able to dive into like 
the philosophical and the raunchy and the deep and like all of that stuff. I just think I love stand-up comedy. Unfortunately, in this universe, I'm a grandpa, so it's hard to be a stand-up comic when you can't make it up past 9 p.m. But it's the same reason I gave up on my dreams of being a rock star because it is what it is. Maybe Benjamin Button, let's get it. I'm like, what job can a grandpa do writer? So that's what we're rolling with for now. Um, my humor class has started, so we're in a couple weeks into that. That's been cool. Kind of, it's it's my first like real online workshop, so I'm submitting things to be critiqued, and that's been nice. I haven't really gotten a ton of crazy critiques back yet, just little things here and there, and it's it's exciting, man. I feel like the writing has some legs. I just haven't figured out exactly the angle yet for it. If it's like, do I do like more like thought pieces on whiteness and privilege? and culture and then like my thoughts on like American culture into essays or to take it more like this humorous bent of like personal stories which I really actually feel is more like my bread and butter and the thing that I enjoy more but I feel just because it's in the zeitgeist right now as terrible as that word is to say like I feel like nonfiction essays around like culture and cultural criticism and whiteness and privilege would like have so I get so many more clicks and things but those just aren't aren't those aren't like if I'm going to sit down and like I'm inspired to write. I think about those things a lot, but they aren't the first things that I'm like itching to write compared to I like I like this sort of like dark comedy of like trying to find the humor in situations and like noticing little things that just happen throughout the day that I just like to tell stories in that way. So I'm just thinking about like what comes naturally. I've also been thinking about like writing, trying to write a screenplay in the middle of the night. It might have been even last night or the night before. This last week, it was recently. I just like this thought struck me for uh, it could it could be like a, I saw it as a movie more than like a story. Although obviously it is just like a written story, but more than like a novel or a piece of fiction. I was like, oh, this would be a really just scenes. You know, it was like I just had scenes. And in case I execute on, it, I'm not going to say what it is, but it was very true to life in a lot of ways. But it was just really interesting to see. I was like, oh, maybe I could try to like dabble in some screenwriting or something. So that's on the table too. I just have really been enjoying writing and I'd love to learn more about the craft through these classes and things of that nature. I've been reading books on writing too, but I think there's something about like the generative aspect of workshops and classes or coaching or whatever that I find really helpful. I'm just like having someone to give me feedback on stuff that's been nice. So that's really what I've been, I've been spending my days like writing like a maniac and it's been cool. It's been cool also feeling really blessed to have this space in this year to even experiment with those things. But now that um, I'm rolling on um, limited funding, it's definitely like kind of pushing the pedal to the metal. I'm like, okay, so, you know, let's, let's really go as far as we can with this and i'm thinking of applying i think i said this last week too i've just been looking into mfa programs funded mfa programs and seeing if that might be kind of something to shoot for by the end of the year just applying to certain programs that seem to resonate and see if i could generate some sort of funding or residency or something to kind of continue these creative projects and so we'll see and so that's kind of been the main focus is just really embracing that i again this is, a lot of this is an identity game of like embracing an identity as a writer, less as a musician, and thinking about what that means, you know, trying not to think too hard about like how to monetize it or anything down the line, um, because I think that that'll come. It's not like I have to, the game is so crazy, I don't think I'm gonna try to make my money as like a published author, and I don't wanna be like a copywriter, so I obviously need some other ways to make income, so that's where I'm like, okay, maybe, I don't know if I could get really good, teaching could be something, could be cool, or, 
I really like the idea of even like just building because I love to write and I'm you know prolific in that regard. Build some sort of like online readership through Medium or something, and then leveraging that into some other online business of some sort. Maybe even another online course business down the line. Now that I'm kind of working out of the beats, but maybe you know the YouTube channel is kind of my long game. But as of right now, uh, I'm getting like a subscriber a month, so it's not exactly rapid growth, you could say. But I'm enjoying it, and people seem to be getting something out of it, so I'm just gonna roll with that and see where it goes. In terms of other interesting things that I've stumbled on this week outside of the writing, what's next, what's going on? Next week, I'm going to Delhi for Holi, that big Indian celebration. It, I'm actually, I'm, I'm lying, I'm not going there for Holi. I was just going to Delhi because I wanted to post up and get some Delhi vibes before I went up to Dharamshala for the Buddhist retreat, but it happens to be Holi, so I'm gonna see if I can maybe participate in that, see how it goes, not get hit by a car and uh, killed and not lose my mind and just the craziness that is Delhi, but I've got a little Airbnb apartment for the week. I'm gonna post up, write, shoot some videos, do the damn thing out there. I've also, I'm gonna, I'm trying to also use the visuals as like, um, uh, the same way I'm using the writing as like a reason to experiment and live in life. Like say somebody wants to go on a date that I'm not like, woo, but I'm like, this could be just a fun, like just an interesting story. I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. Cause I feel like it's cool to get a story out of it. It's the same way I'm letting like photo kind of dictate my travel. At first I was like not super hyped to go to Delhi, but then I was like, you know what? I could go there and shoot some interesting photos. And it would just be, the idea of using travel for photography has been really inspiring in a lot of ways. Um, and really trying to learn photography more and video. And that's my, that's one of my big goals is next time I go home to the States is to like sell some of my camera gear, up my camera gear and start taking the videos more seriously, taking the photos more seriously. I've really fallen in love with street photography and think that the videos, it could be cool. I think if I could pair the short stories, not the short stories probably as much, but the poems with the video, I feel like I could make some really cool stuff. I've been I've making like prototypes of that, which I've been releasing on social and created it all, it's on my own little YouTube channel so I can stuff like my arty shit over there. I have like a little artsy channel, but that has been really inspiring. And so I've got this kind of like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing going on where I have the writing and it's like very much, at least like the, the, the essays, it's like very humorous. It's kind of like the comedy side to me. And then I have like the poetry video thing which is like the very kind of emotional and deep and like philosophical kind of sad boy shit going on and so it's it's been cool to kind of walk that line between those two you know i'm a gemini baby it is what it is you knew what it was before we got into this thing so that's been just cool exploring that and like i said as always super grateful just to have this time to, to, to even see where these things go just throwing stuff at the wall right now honestly nothing has stuck and like jumped out and been like this is the thing like kia uh, like the light, like I feel like music was. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I'm gonna give my whole life to this before that nothing has still stuck to me like that. Like I love the social science piece, the YouTube channel. I love the writing, I like the photos, but it's all, it all is right now kind of speaking to me the same. There's not one thing where I'm like, this is it. I feel like this, I gotta, I gotta do this. Um, so that's been kind of where my head is at. And so wrapping things up here in Mysore, going to Delhi and then going to Dharamshala, got that Buddhist retreat. In March, I'll be there. And then things are kind of up in the air. Like I said, I've been toying with Malaysia. Some of my good friends are back in Chiang Mai. So I've been thinking about going back to Chiang Mai. Got some friends in Bangkok. So maybe we do some Thailand action, but that's still uh, TBD at the moment. So we'll see. A couple of small things I just wanted to share with you guys that have been kind of on my mind that I learned this last week and the week before that I thought was really interesting is there are, there are 
there's a study that's been, there's this really cool book that just came out called Platonic and it's about friendship. And it kind of piggybacked off, really bro? And it, and it piggybacked off of this longevity study recently that came out from Harvard. It's the longest running study on happiness. They've been publishing results from this study as they've gone, but they just released some more recently in February. So as they're making this video this month, 2023, longest running happiness study, 85 years, I think some of the parts, there's like over a hundred participants and the, the data suggests that social connection is the single most important factor for mental and physical well-being. period. More than diet and exercise, more than achievement, more than money. It was not feeling socially isolated. And I just thought that was super powerful. And so I just did this actually before this, I shot a video on that. I'll be dropping soon. Just, I was like, wow, I never knew that. Like the idea of being socially isolated, especially later in life, had the same physical impact on your body as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Like the, it was like labeled a carcinogen and you could, it showed like you could potentially extend your life by 15 years by feeling socially connected. The people in the experiment who felt more socially connected, who felt like they had solid friendships, etc., solid spouses, relationships, lived on average 15 years longer. And to me, that just blew my mind to be like, I'm probably, not even probably, period. I'm trying to give, I'm trying to like hedge it for myself. Kia, you know what it is. I'm not investing enough into relationships. And that's even right now where I'm like with the romance thing. I'm like, Kia, like we need to really take this seriously. They call it your social fitness that I thought was really interesting. And so I'm like, I need to invest in my social fitness, bro. Like really take that more seriously. And, and like write that out. Like I would do my fit, like my physical fitness goals. Be like, what are my, like where am I at right now? Where do I want to be in a year? What can I do to improve, et cetera. That has just been interesting. And that was one piece that I just thought was fascinating. Kind of going off of that social connection, there's other, some other research this, this week that I studied on, studied on, that I stumbled on around heartbreak and how when you are kind of tying into the same thing, when you're heartbroken and you go through a breakup, your, your body physically reacts. And why, why it kind of ties back into the social isolation thing is when your body unconsciously, unconsciously or subconsciously, Listen, I'm trying out here. I'm not normal. Something consciously, you know what it is when you're not thinking about it. That one, subconsciously, when you aren't around other people, your body starts to like go into like that fight, like the like cortisol shoots out, like it goes into like fight or flex. It's like, whoa, nobody's around. You're, like your, moon, your immune system drops, like your cells, like your body, things in your body physically change, bro. How crazy is that? And your body will, will start to like give out signals like, because we're a social species that is like you aren't needed anymore. So like your hormones drop, all that sort of stuff. And so it just really blew my mind, the stuff on heartbreak around how powerful that is too physically on your body that you have real physical reactions the same as you would with being socially isolated, you know, friendships, that sort of thing. And I just thought it was super cool. The woman talked about what helped her get over it the most. I think it was uh, psychedelic assisted, um, psychotherapy. I think she talked about doing mushrooms and maybe MDMA with her, with a therapist, like out in nature. And just the way that it helps you like deconnect or like this deconstruct almost your being so micro in the breakup to being like more, you know, feeling connected as a whole. And I'd say that those, those are some of my most powerful experiences when I do ayahuasca or psychedelics. 
especially I feel it though more during the ayahuasca is feeling connected to people is just it's like you feels like God and it, that sounds like that's like the most new age thing I'll say today but it really does like it just it makes you feel like you're just part of this thing like other people that is so much bigger than yourself that it makes it it really helps take you out of your own head in that regard of like this micro, you know, microscopic piece of like what we are, like why my problems matter or not. Like whether it's the writing or it's the screenplay or whatever, like I'm going to die soon anyway. Like we all are in like this, this huge chapter or this huge novel of like, what is the human history? It was like all these years, like 99% of the years, it was all one thing. And then just recently and like this, like half of a percent, it's like, things have developed where it's like we've got all all this other experience behind us that has like been programmed into us and we're just one kind of like little speck in this continuing novel that is just like it helps me especially in psychedelics like just chill the fuck out a little bit and not worry about what I'm doing or what like that like that life needs to be anything you know it, it can just be and like that that's enough and so that's just been on my mind too of like if it's like okay at the end of this year if I go home and I'm running out of money and I just like have to hang with mom and dad it's like that's cool man like I should just be grateful I have mom and dad to go back to you know and just to go back and write and spend time and kick it with them and you get one life and this is you know the way that mine is shaking out so so be it the last thing that I thought was really interesting from kind of some research just a little bit of things that were interesting from this last week were when good things are happening like, or if you feel something good, to say it out loud. And that's been really powerful for me, is uh, right now in this little town, I haven't been connecting out with people because they're, it's different, right? It's, it's, they aren't used, to, I mean, they have some foreigners, but it's not like, some people can't be like, hey, you want to get dinner? But it's just, it's different. There is a language barrier. So obviously some people aren't stoked that I'm here. I don't blame them. But so it's not like I'm like walking around and people are just like, hey, you know what I mean? Um, and so I just get some looks. So when somebody does smile or is like, you know, gives me like some nice eyes, I've just been trying to recognize that and be like, that feels good. And I'll say out loud, I'll be like, that feels good. I'll be like, that was a nice smile. I'll just say it to myself. And even something so small, there's a Rottweiler, like this family who lives across the street from me. I leave the door open most of the time because I like the light, I'm Mr. You know, sunlight. And the, the, the amount of care that this family does to this Rottweiler blows my mind is like, he's he's like kind of aggressive although i've grown on him a little bit so he won't bark at me as much but he's like this big boy he's a big boy and they'll like the dad will come out and like he'll like wipe his eyes down like so he doesn't have like the globby stuff in his eyes he'll like comb him i'll just like stand like like fucking postured up in like the street and he's getting like combed and brushed and the other day i even took a video i'm gonna post on instagram he was he was like standing up he's like potty he's like yeah i'm the man and the guy came over and was like washing his paws. He just, he like had this bucket. It was just, it was like the, mo the most care I've ever seen anyone get. And he just like, he was like scrubbing the Rottweiler's paws. And then he had, and, the, the, and then he had the, the, the hose and he was like squirting his paws. And he was like, like he had his paws, right? And he was like, he was almost like kind of like flipping his paws, like dancing. And like, as the guy was like, uh, you know, washing them off. And I, I just, I was like, it's, I was like, it was Wednesday. And I was like, it's wet paw Wednesday. And it just made me, it just made me laugh. And every time I see the Rottweiler, if he's out, I'll just come over and I'll just talk to him. I'll be like, what up, baby? Like, it's Wet Paul Wednesday. You know what I mean? And just like, I'll just like pick on him for being, you know, so kind of like bougie and, you know, having, you know, no, like, 
eye boogers or anything. He's like being so well manicured. And so I just kind of fuck with him. I don't think he speaks English because obviously the owners don't speak English. So uh, who knows, but it's just been fun. I just feel like it's kind of like one of those things that saying shit out loud, like me walking to the gym and I was just like, it's wet Paul Wednesday. Just like, just made, it's, just, it's making me laugh now. Like it was something so small, but it just made me smile and acknowledging those small moments. And there are, there are like so many that happen through every day, even on like a rainy, gloomy, snowy, cold as fuck, New York City day, there will be these little beautiful moments that happen, like when you're getting under the subway or that you'll see, or when you're buying a slice of pizza or like walking by like the, you know, fried peanuts guy or whatever, your doorman, whoever, that really trying to like zoom in on those moments for me has been really powerful. And like I said, not just in my mind, but either writing them down and also those end up sometimes being crazy stories, but also saying it out loud. You know, I'll be like, it's wet Paul Wednesday, you know, and just and be like, that was a fun moment or felt something like that, that it's just been really strange. Just something about articulating it like into the ether makes it real and like kind of makes it like this concrete little kind of moment of happiness that I feel like I'm able to kind of hold on to more. So that's Kia's weird theoretical happiness bullshit for you for the day. Take it or leave it. It is what it is, baby. Thanks so much for tuning in as always. Oh, got attacked by another roach. We're almost out of here. Roach City, we're learning how to live together, cohabitate, but they all know who's really running this shit. You feel me? It is what it is. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, sorry for the crazy all over the pod today, but you if you're here, you already know what it is. So thanks for rocking with the boy, and I'll check you on the next one. Peace.